coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. I think we're having a more interesting NFL season because of COVID. Right. Because the number of players going down last week is that interesting? It's making the worst products on the field. I mean, the quality of football was terrible last week in so yeah. many games. It was so why is that? Why is that interesting? It feels because like you exciting. want to see the world burn, kind of thing. Because you don't know who's going to win, and it's another element that makes it like you have to keep your team in check. You have got to make sure that you guys are either vaccinated or whatever. Yeah, but that doesn't seem to matter. The vaccination rates are like really high for teams, but that. They're still just getting it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and it's but it's like, you know, when teams say, "Oh, you got to be injury free to be able to have that season." Well, now it's like you're not just handling the injuries. It's like a team that handles COVID the best could win the Super Bowl, and it makes playoff football even more rogue. It's another curveball that's just going to get thrown in during the playoff. But this isn't good. This isn't good. It's not bad. it is bad. It's, it's definitely bad. It's a hundred percent bad. You're going to see some shitty games if if teams are down to their fourth string quarterbacks for the playoffs. Then that is not going to I'm be just, fun watching. I'm just saying, like you know, Dallas look like they will beat. I don't know. Let's say Philadelphia in the wild card round, and then two days beforehand, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott come down with COVID. <laughs> like. Obviously, you want them to be okay. You don't want anybody to be. Oh, I see what's going on here. Oh, let's just but take a random game. It's like let's wild take a card. random game. Oh, it happens to be my team versus the team that I hate the most. Oh, oh no, just for it. example, okay. I mean, just just hypothetical. Or Tampa, Tampa. You know, take on <laughs> San Francisco 49ers in the first round of the playoffs. Say, and and and, and, like, oh, Tampa and should, eighty players have got COVID. Tampa should they really just, get them, but. Suddenly, three days beforehand, Tampa didn't organise their COVID protocols correctly and half the team go down with it. And suddenly, the Niners are like, we got a chance. It's a it's a rogue element. It, adds it, might, it might be the teams that have got hit the most with COVID like during the season that are the best prepared in the playoffs because they're kind of got those antibodies. Yeah. And they yeah. can push on through and And it's a teachable a moment. They can see, you know, where they went wrong in the regular season with it, learn from it and adapt and adjust. Right, playoffs, we're all going into a bubble. I mean You guys remember when we shared that bath? We shouldn't do that anymore for yeah, the playoffs. Let's not do that. I mean, if I was you know, we've spoken to people about like and people talk about the London boost. They come across to London, they camp out together in the hotel bit of team bonding, bit of uniting, yeah. you know, let's like remember the Titans going away to summer camp type thing. Well, what if an NFL team this year had treated the season like an 18-week summer camp and just gone, right, we're bubbling up. You know, we're, we're going to take these 18 weeks so serious to prevent getting COVID running through the team or anything like that. We're going to build almost a temporary village for our players and coaches to live in 
near our practice facility. Well, yeah, but you could have done all that and then come game day, you just catch it from the other team. Yeah, that's right? true. That is so, true. But you would, you, have, you would have had like a cool, <coughs> we have a season where we all bonded together because we were all close and we were living with each other basically in this like facility and stuff. And it would have been the best way to prevent potentially catching COVID and running that running the table through this team. So you have the elements of both worlds. Well, how happy are your players going to be when they haven't seen uh, their loved ones or friends or anybody for uh, hey, look, you months? Can back out. Job's a job, you know. We're all taking precautions with our jobs to ensure that we don't get it. Uh, like, not like, like that. Not, if you're not willing to get on board, you know, you're paying about, hang on, What about money. if you just got told, oh, you need to go and live at Talk Sports Studios now? For the whole of the football season, and they're like, "Jobs a job, Ollie. Come on." They said we're paying weeks you. And we're paying you. We're paying you twenty percent more. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. Jobs a job. Do your job. Do your job. Or go home with COVID. Look. All. I like safe. you seeing the uh, the silver lining here about. Dallas losing in the playoffs, which I think this is all about. <laughs> you think all of this but was I, the ruse to have a cheap pop at Dallas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that part of you wants to see the NFL season burn um, because well, of outside Hertz factors. Is a reserve Pro Bowl player. So if that doesn't tell you that this whole season is an absolute mess, I don't know what is. A running back, right? Pro Bowl player. A running back. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. Oh, uh, a quarterback. Right. where you're meant to throw. That's you what know, it is. The, the thing he doesn't do well. You know that thing mm. that loads of people get paid really good money to do well and he doesn't? Yeah. He's a backup all-star for that. <laughs> ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Look, all I say is this. When you're playing good football, it's good football. And if you don't have good football, then you're not really playing good football. John Madden. Hey. <laughs> Actual John Madden quote. Is that a real John Madden quote? It's a real John Madden quote. Uh, okay, in, in love and memory. Yeah. I was introduced to the Tadakan in New Orleans, and it wasn't Thanksgiving. Glenn at the Gourmet Burger Block brought it by, and I'd never heard of it or had seen one. And they put it in the booth, and it smelled so good that I had to taste it. And it was good. Then Thanksgiving came, and we got one in. In addition to the traditional turkey, John Madden. <laughs> John Madden, you just full of John Madden quotes today. I wanted I like to. It. I initially thought about playing a game of like John Madden or Michael Irvin or something like that, but I thought just a fine selection of Madden quotes would be a fitting tribute to uh, to the man, to the man, the myth, the legend. Somebody was oh, saying, isn't it? It's sad, isn't it? That he what was a, like, what a, life. Player, a coach, yeah. a broadcaster. And the thing most people know him for started when he was like 60, the video games. Yeah. And he's known for the video games more than anything else. Yeah. And the video game just like used his like name, right? And then his image for the first 10 ones or whatever, and then yeah. dropped that. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody, nobody would call it like you, EA Sports couldn't bring out NFL football 2015 or something like that. It's always just it forever will be Madden. 
You want a game of Madden? Yeah, let's play Madden. It's insane. Absolutely. Where did he play as a as a player? Uh, was he quarterback? I don't actually know. If I'm honest. Yeah. He won as a coach, right? With the Raiders. Yeah. 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 Took them to the Super Bowl in '76. Okay. Yeah. And that was the kind of infamous scary Raiders that used to just beat people up, right? Yeah, that was the ones where they used to wrap their arms in <laughs> clubs. Clubs, yeah. <laughs> just use them to batter people. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. So I'm just having a look at the schedule of games this week. Eagles, Washington football team. Ugh. You're going to murder them. So you're going to be nine and seven. I really think you're looking like you're going to the playoffs. That's so insane, isn't it? It is wild. Absolutely. There's worse. There's there's much worse teams that are on that bubble, though. Like, I'd rather watch the Eagles. They're not a pretty team, but they put up a lot of points. And they could hurt. They could hurt teams in January. I'd much rather watch the Eagles than several other teams that are on the fringe, including the Falcons, who have got a similar record. Mm. Like, I'd rather watch them than the Raiders, the Saints... Vikings, although they're probably they're going to get beaten by the Packers this weekend. Bye bye. The Saints are COVID riddled, aren't they? I mean, they got destroyed by Miami. Yeah, that was unwatchable. As I say, their level of play. Yeah, I tried to watch the highlights. There was like four plays in the highlights, so terrible. It's a waste of time. God, the Dolphins have just had the easiest run. It is fucking ridiculous. They're so lucky. They're like eight games in a row they've won and they've all been against teams with a losing record, I believe. <laughs> like, how does that happen? How do you get a fixture list like that? Get those nice schedulers that give you a little... So lucky. Little although, although I say that, the Falcons have had such a layup of game. I can't believe that we're near 500. Like, we're only two games behind the Bills who were playing this weekend. <laughs> like what is going on there there's no way the Falcons should be anywhere near seven wins yeah it's this is what I mean Brutal. as well though like Covid has made in part this quite exciting <laughs> look at the number don't of teams go back to terrible that. on the bubble don't go back to that. Just... that I mean some of that is just down to the expanded playoffs and stuff though isn't it that we're talking about this many teams. Everybody in that AFC, almost everybody in that AFC West, you think could be in the playoffs. Denver at seven and eight, and you're still like, well, you know, get some lucky breaks. I really hope that it's the Chargers over the Dolphins. I really don't want to watch the Dolphins in January. Yeah, I don't think I'm still not sold on tour, and they don't have a run game, so. They're very boring to watch. Jalen Waddle's awesome. He's very fun. They just need to design ways to get the ball into he and Gazicki's hands. And that defense yeah. is pretty good in Miami. Like it's yeah. a terrible D. It is, but when you're going up against trash bag teams, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they can do this weekend. And then they, and they've got to play the Patriots as well. So I'm kind of hoping that they just lose both of those. The Chargers win. 
and then we get the Chargers, Patriots, and Colts as the three wildcard teams. That's that is meaty. That is really meaty. You, if you're the Chiefs, Titans, Bengals, and Bills, that's what it's looking like now. The division leaders. You don't really want to play any of those teams. No. Like that is going to be an awesome wildcard weekend. In the AFC, anyway. I think the NFC is probably going to be a bit weaker, but where are they? Yeah, I always we'll used see. to tell my players that we are here to win. And you know what, Al? When you don't win, you lose. John, John Madden. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're mocking the great man uh, at this point, to be honest. I think he's, he was awesome. He was the guy that set the way for John Gruden to bring a blender into Monday Night Football when he was talking about 32Y banana. <laughs> and he bought a blender in and made a 32Y milkshake or something like that live on a broadcast. John Madden set the tone for that, bringing his Tadukan into the studio for Thanksgiving. He had the Madden bus that because he refused to fly, so he just used to drive to all the games all over the country. That's cool. I didn't know he that. said his one of his quotes was, um, "I don't have a fear of flying. I have a fear of dying." <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, though, wouldn't you be more likely to crash a car than to crash in an airplane? Yeah, I think he may have been feeling slightly embarrassed, like when people are like, oh, "Sir, you're gonna have to book two seats," because he was a big guy. Like, oh yeah, he was big. Or a t- or a cheapskate. He yeah. just didn't want to pay for that extra seat. Yeah, or uh, or the private plane that would be needed for him or something like that. Yeah. But it's kind of cool having like the Madden bus and rolling around the country all season. See, John did it. John put himself in a little COVID bubble on the Madden bus, just driving around. He can do it. Why can't these teams for a season, you know? If you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. Uh, problematic. Madden. <laughs> 1936 Prob- to 2021 slightly problematic um, yeah I mean I, I I was ready this week to be all kind of oh COVID's ruining the season look at that Chargers game how they lose to the Texans it's creating terrible football to watch all that kind of stuff and then like, now you're the just last, embracing it yeah just you know it's here it's going to happen the season's going to be all over the place just lean into it let it let it ride <laughs> let it ride ride the wheels off it I mean in an ideal world give me your playoff teams I think I just did yeah I suppose I don't know oh in the NFC then I'd like to see probably keep it as it is let me have a look Arizona, San Fran and the Eagles as the wild cards yeah I'm not jazzed about that Arizona really going off the boil But that be they're, they're kind Murray's, of already in. Kyler Murray's not very good at quarterback when he doesn't have Hopkins as a safety. Yeah, player. they're kind of already in, I guess. So the 49ers yeah. and the Eagles, yeah. I mean, anybody else is going to be bad, including my Falcons, unfortunately. Mm. And although I've ha- I've been kind of backed into a, uh, a corner with my bet this weekend by Jazz, I uh, don't think they're going to beat the Bills. So yeah. it's going to what be happened? game over on what Sunday. What happened with your bet last week? Because you only had to pick one game. So that was easy. I did. I 
Um, yeah, you should have just I gone mean, for that Texans game because they were the underdogs and they beat the Chargers. So you should have you should have gone for that one, but I don't think you did, did you? No, no. I thought the point spread uh, for the Steelers was attractive. I forgot that the Steelers are terrible mm. on offense and defense, and they're coming apart at the seams. Um, I don't think they've scored. There was some stat. I don't think they've scored an offensive touchdown in the first half for like six or seven weeks, the Steelers. Jeez. That is incredibly bad. <laughs> I think they're only one game back in the division as well. They got so out of hand so, so quickly, that Kansas game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs just look like they're rolling now. It feels like they're the ones of any team that have just got the bit between their teeth. I guess them and the Packers. Yeah, like, that, That'd be a good Super Bowl. Nobody's really talking about fun. the Packers that much. Well, they're just doing what they do, aren't they, in the regular season? It's just whether you believe that they can do it in the playoffs or not. Yeah. Because they haven't. But, like, their record is ridiculous. Is this the third season in a row they're going to have at least 12 wins? Mm. Like, that's that's amazing. But it's kind of got... It's got a little bit of a, a Colts kind of mid-2000s feel about it. Where, like, can they actually get it done in in January? I don't know. Yeah, constantly going to the playoffs. Yeah. Never getting it completely sorted. I'd like them to. I'd like them to. I've always, like... I, I like watching Rodgers more than any other quarterback, so... Do you think that they will give Rodgers the MVP after the vaccine know. gate? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, you know. Well, I, I, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, they might not. I don't think they'd want to. Brady dropped off. I could see them fiddling recently. the numbers on that. This is why I still think Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor could actually be an MVP show. Yeah. Yeah. Because It's the year for consistent. it. There isn't... There isn't a quarterback that's standing out because Rogers and the offense didn't really get going until like week five or six or something. It was a bit of a slow burner. Yeah, yeah, you can't say that he's been killing it all year. And then obviously the vaccine stuff. I think that that'll make some writers not want to vote for him anyway. Yeah, because he's not the most popular guy in the league at the moment, and it is a popularity contest to a certain extent. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if it was Taylor or Cup. It would be nice, but it just depends what you describe it as. Like, it's hard to say that a wide receiver or a running back is anywhere near the most valuable player in the league. I think you could argue that Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup probably are for their respective franchises, for their teams. But then, like, we're talking about the league, so they could get team MVP, but the idea that, you know, that either of those positional groups is more important than a, a quarterback in the top five or ten. I don't know. It depends what you judge it on. But yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun if they did, just to break the mould a little bit. It's always a quarterback, isn't it? Yeah, it's really boring after a while, isn't it? I mean, And then the other one could get offensive player. So no quarterbacks. Do you know the last non-quarterback player to be the MVP? Uh, Danian Thomas was the second to last uh, player not to get it. He got it in 06. One since then. Mm. Megatron? No. No. Uh, who was A- it? Adrian Peterson. 
Ah, that makes sense. 2012. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's always there was a couple of running backs. Terrell Davis, Marshall Falk, Sean Alexander, Ladanian Tomlinson, and then uh six year gap, Adrian Peterson. And then yeah, Manning, Rogers, Newton, Ryan, Brady, Mahomes. It feels weird. Like it's not that far ago that Matt Ryan was the league MVP. It's five years though, a long time in sports. Yeah, it just does. It seems more removed than because Atlanta have been dross since so yeah. far back. I think. Yeah. Since that year. Not yeah, to... he's just been beaten up every year. He's just been beaten up every year. He just. Uh... I think one of the most tragic things in the NFL over the last couple of years is the Falcons on a third and long because you're just waiting for Matt Ryan to just get clobbered. Just, Ryan drops just, back. Just drops back, looks for Julio Jones. Oh, sacked. Yeah. Dave, head in his hands. Sad. Does that sad make you more sad than the Mayfield mess? What Matt Ryan not winning a Super Bowl ever? Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. more sad than okay. just slightly. Yeah, I mean Mayfield is a little side project of mine, God, that which was... has gone really badly. He was so bad against Green Bay the other. Oh, week. he lost them the game. Yeah, that was him. Like Four you can. Interceptions. I mean, one of them was um, pass interference, and then the other ones were just awful. Like I mean. It... It's like, you know, I was saying when we were talking about it last time, it's just his accuracy is just not there. And it just showed up. It's just so, so wild, some of his throws. And I don't know, it might be the shoulder. Um, but I don't know if he's going to get a chance to show next year what he can do with a healthy shoulder or not, I think, unless he plays lights out in the in the next few, few games and wins a, a playoff spot, then... I don't know. They should definitely look at someone else. Well, they started that drive, the Browns, like <coughs> potential game winner with like three runs with Nick Chubb. And I was just like, this is all you need to do. Just don't. Yeah, they even... finished the game with three three passes. Don't even let Baker have a sniff I know. of it. And then, then they were like, no, got to give it to the quarterback. That's the way the they NFL got like goes. the best running game in the league with the Titans and the, and the Eagles. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no, let's put it in the guy's hand who's having a really bad day. And who's been having a bad day for oh about two years now? Hey Baker, you go, have you got this one? Yeah, man, I, I got this. Don't worry about I it. Got it. Like I got freaking, it, baby. The war vet who's still got the shakes. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah, yeah, man. I, I you got sure this. you can Don't take worry. the shot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. They're watching me. Don't watch me. Shh. Just not there at all. Yeah, it's, it's it's rough. It makes me a bit sad. Um, it makes me a bit sad because that was one of the most exciting rookie seasons that I've seen and when he came in uh, for the last part of his rookie season I was really really excited about him and I think that's why I've clung on so long as a kind of fan of his because it was so exciting his rookie season but I think you can see it from so many guys that they can if you can get to that level especially if you're a first overall draft pick you've got the talent to give a few games of amazing stuff, but
but it doesn't mean that you can be a starter in the NFL. And yeah. he just can't be consistent enough. Just not clutch. So not just he doesn't even need to, yeah, doesn't even need to be clutch. Like it's it must be so frustrating for Browns fans because the amount of talent on that team, you would have thought like a kind of if they'd just had like who's a middle of the pack quarterback this year? Jimmy Garoppolo. If they'd had Jimmy Garoppolo, even Matt Ryan, I'd argue, who's dropped off a lot this year. But if they if they'd had Matt Ryan, you'd think that they would have already been in the playoffs. That they would have already Yeah, they would have already taken care of this division. Like somebody that just wouldn't give the ball away that many times. Somebody who's just more accurate, who, you know, like they've been scheming people open. They've got the running game to lean on. You feel like there's probably 15 quarterbacks in the league that could have taken the Browns already to a divisional title this year. Well, I don't know, the Bengals. They're so up and down, though. Like, yeah, that's true. It like was if you ignore them, just like foot on the throat of the Ravens last week. I know, which is why we've got to have them in the playoffs. Like, got to have them in the playoffs. That'd be a that'd be really shit for neutrals if we didn't have the the Bengals in the playoffs. Because you feel like on their day they could just go and do something nuts. Yeah, even against the Chiefs or yeah, I mean it was a tall Titans or Ravens whatever, right? team, wasn't it? Another COVID riddled side, but yeah. yeah. It was, I really liked, there was that Burrow bomb in the fourth quarter when the game was over. And he was just like, nah, you know what? Like, you've been dicks to us for however many years now. <laughs> like, I'm just going to, because he's, he's had just under a thousand yards passing against the Ravens this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah it's a record, think, I think. Yeah. Like a 4,000, 5,000 passing yard season is pretty strong. You get a fifth of those yards in yeah. two games. It's absolutely bonkers. What's he on track for yardage-wise, actually, now that he's done that? Is he the, is he the yardage leader? NFL QB stats. It's probably Tom At the Brady, moment, he's it? on 4,165. Uh, okay. Tom Brady's at 4,580. Yeah. That shouldn't be surprising to me, but it still feels like a lot. <laughs> Brady's been leading that for the majority you know. of the season as well. Yeah, and he's still got two games left. So he's he's going to break six uh, 5,000 then. Although you know who's behind him? Just behind him on those coattails. Your boy, your boy. Your boy, well, that... Justin Herbert. And Aaron Rodgers is... Right down there, 3,689. Just inside the top 10 there, really. Now, if you Mahomes really... has still got more than him, which just seems weird, doesn't it? Considering how like tepid their offense has been for most of the year. If you still really wanted to talk about five. MVPs, if you were to say that there's a case for Brady with over yeah. 4,000 yards, 37 TDs and 11 interceptions, you could also argue that with over 4,000 yards... 36 TDs and 13 interceptions that Matt Stafford still is in the run for an MVP candidate. <laughs> he is not. You know that he is. But why, okay, why is he not compared to Brady? Well, I'm not sure that Brady is really in with a, a shout anymore either. Um, 
but you know, I mean, just watching the games consistently, Stafford just hasn't been the best guy on that team. He hasn't been the in the top three of players on his own team. So he's not going to be an MVP, is he? It's just really hard to pick one this year. It is, yeah, I know. Especially because know. every team has had its ups and downs completely. Yeah, just give it a cup. Just stop messing about. <laughs> give it a cup. I said give it a cup because I feel like... berated me. I was like... Cooper Cup's the MVP, and you're like, yeah, well, no, that is not the MVP. Rubbish. I'm on board now. I'm on board now. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've been in the meadow too long. I don't know. You know, I don't know what's up from down. <laughs> left out in the sun, thinking like that. I tell you, <laughs> don't know about being he's in the just, meadow. He's just got so many interceptions. I'm just having a look at his stats. 132, 132. That is ridiculous. He's still got two games left. Next is Devontae Adams with 106. So he's got nearly thirty percent more than his the next. Sorry, I think you said receiver. interceptions. It's like who's thrown one hundred and thirty-two <laughs> interceptions this year? What you want? That'd be impressive, yeah, yeah. even even for Mayfield. Yeah, that is crazy, though, isn't it? Fourteen touchdowns, most in the league, seventeen hundred yards. Jesus, he's got a chance of getting two thousand yards there. Outside chance, but if he really went off. Well, if he gets 2,000 yards, then surely you give it to Matt Stafford oh. for throwing all of those passes. <laughs> Cooper Cup was the outstanding player this year. You can't year, have it both ways, baby. And Cooper Cup made those receptions because Matt Stafford threw him the ball. So we're giving Matt Stafford <laughs> the MVP for getting it into the hands of the MVP in the NFL. And then that I was a weird, weird way of looking at it. All about the money with you, isn't it? All about the money. <laughs> so yeah, COVID's going to decide the playoffs for me, basically. That is a real shame. I just want to, if we get the teams that we've spoken about, the right ones in the playoffs, it's going to be a really, really fun couple of weeks because it's not, it's wide open this year. If you get those teams in, it is it feels wide open. You can really get you could get a wildcard team just going all the way. It's just it, and again, I don't want some stupid virus that I'm already sick about having a say in that. Super Bowl weekend, one team comes down with COVID like three oh, days before the big game. Don't. It feels like it's so everywhere now as well. Yeah. It's like with a bang. As as I said last week, the amount you know, COVID, of people getting it. COVID went Mark Sessler just got game it. Tape. Mark Sessler just got it on the Around the NFL podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oi, babe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to get it soon, Ollie. I can Still feel it. Dropping negatives, mate. Still dropping negative tests. Well, are you, though? You seem to be sending out a lot of positive <laughs> uh, test photos. Sometimes you got to use a situation to your advantage, <laughs> Mr. Black. John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to say everything's a John Madden quote. If the quarterback throws the ball in the end zone and the wide receiver catches it, it's a touchdown. <laughs> oh, this is good. The road to Easy Street goes through the sewer. <laughs> that means what? nothing. John Madden. John Madden. 1936, 2021. 
Just having a look. I don't know. I'd have to have a look at stats from last year. It feels like there's been more interceptions this year than usual. So many quarterbacks have got. Barra, Herbert, Lawrence, Tannehill, all on 14 inceptions. That's a lot. Especially as Barra, it feels like Barra is having a hell of a year. But 14 inceptions to 30... He's only had 23 touchdowns. I guess Mixon's been taking them all at the goal line. But 23 touchdowns to 14 inceptions. If you saw that, you'd be like, oh, he's not having a great year. Yeah. A bit damning, isn't it? Well, Burroughs had 30 TDs. Passing. Got 23 down here. He's definitely on 30. Yeah, sure. Pro football reference. Never doubt. But, but I'm looking at uh, NFL.com. That's weird. Did feel very low. I mean, you look at the leading passers in the league at the moment this year in terms of yardage. And do you know who the leading passer with the fewest interceptions is? Derek Carr? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Aaron, Rodgers has had, jazz. Aaron Rodgers only had four interceptions in fairness but he's only uh, number wow. 10 in yardage Kirk Cousins is 8th in yardage just he's only had field. four interceptions Rodgers yeah that is that is wild he's, a, he's had as many interceptions as some people have had vaccinations <laughs> that's a good joke you need to get that on Twitter <laughs> I like that I've had That's more vaccines good. than Aaron Rodgers has had interceptions this season. <laughs> hates. What do you think he hates more, interceptions or vaccinations? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's definitely got 30. They lied to me, NFL.com. Ben Roethlisberger has only got eight interceptions this year. I mean, he hasn't played well, obviously. But... <clears throat> yeah, it feels like more than that, doesn't it? Carson Wentz has only had six. Yeah, there's a lot of big names who've got double-digit interception figures. Including your boy, Patrick. Yeah, he's got loads. And my boy, Ryan, as well. Sad. Sad Don't day. Don't a wild card in the playoffs this year. We just... the only There are two teams in the AFC that'd be fun to watch that could take up two wildcard spots and that's Indianapolis and New England. The Chargers aren't ready for the playoffs this year. No. As much as it hurts me, they're not ready for it. But we don't need any wildcard teams in the NFC. <laughs> no. Just give us the divisional winners, <laughs> genuinely. I don't want to see the Cardinals. But if the, if the Eagles do play, the only thing I want to see is the Eagles play the Cowboys and beat them. That would be fun. That's a good day, and you know, you know, you know that'd be a good day. Oh, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the league. That's why he's going to the Pro Bowl, <laughs> baby. If he if he does that, you know. Yeah, yeah, they come out and beat Dallas, and then just get beaten in the divisional round. But they're like, fine, that is an amazing result for us. Yeah, we're we're all good. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and Dallas go. I don't know who they're playing. Their last, I think they might. Are they playing the Giants? Yeah, they must be. 
must be playing the Giants in one of their last two games because they're five and zero in their division. And then for, if they if they go six and zero in their division for the regular season and then lose to the Eagles in the wild card round, that would be Excellent. tray amusing. Yeah, I really enjoy that. You got a Do you want you got a bet on this week, though? I was going to say, yeah. So I've been backed into a corner by Jazz. He has basically forced me to pick the Falcons over the Bills because of my preseason claim that the Falcons may or may not beat the Bills. Well, I've, I've so, a very bold claim that they definitely would beat the Bills in that sense. Yeah, that's game. not. That's not. I was picking. I was picking seventeen regular season games, and you guys picked out that one, which was obviously bold, but. I was picking it out because one game out of the year for the Falcons would be surprising. I went with the I went with the favorite for like every other game throughout the year. And I'm I'm not going to get too far away from my win prediction. I said 9 or 10 wins. So I don't think I'm going to be that far away. But yeah, it would be astonishing if they beat the Bills this weekend. I think that it's more likely that they're going to lose by three scores. Have they But I've got them. I've taken them. Have they had that surprising victory? Maybe the Saints? Did you say they'd lose at the Saints this year? I said that they'd beat the Saints twice this year. Which is going to happen. Which should happen now. You might have correctly predicted their victories this year, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the Bills. Yeah. But we'll see. You never know. If they do win, I mean, it's it's meaty. If they do win, I get £7.50 from my one bet. Really? One pound bet. So it's good odds. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, it's not it. Yeah. I mean it's it's a it's a pretty crazy considering who the Falcons are, but it's not the most crazy thing. It's not like I think it's similar odds on like the Jags beating the Bucks, which seems completely you know, impossible. Yeah. So I think I'm getting pretty <laughs> good odds did, from my Falcons, but I did hear that COVID is running amok in Orchard Park up in uh, upstate New York. So oh. you know the Bills end up having a riddled team this weekend and suddenly that is looking pretty sweet. That would be quite fun. Yeah, I think that the the spread on it is 14 and a half uh, on that game. So that's probably about right. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'm sticking by it because Jazz is uh, making me do it basically. So that's my bet this week and uh, here we are. His, his dying wish. It's good as Jesus. <laughs> ravaged with covid jazz he was going to send me his bets but i don't know if he sent you his is he no he's not he's not sending anything across he's he's riddled he can't send anything over he's just throwing his money away at this point anyway so he cares barely able to breathe (laughs) at this point i imagine (laughs) yeah (laughs) um what have you gone for then okay so i've gone with the traditional six as opposed to uh dave's new six weird um, so I've gone with the Eagles minus three mm-hmm. over Washington. I'm taking the Colts to beat the Raiders. I'm taking yeah. the Rams to beat the Ravens. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs to beat the Bengals, oh. which is such a fun game. I, I'm definitely going to, I'm not watching Red Zone this week, by the way. I'll come on to that in a sec. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos to beat the Chargers. And I'm taking the Lions to beat Seattle. What's that giving you? 65. 
Well, 62. Oh, tonight. you've gone with a lot of favourites there as well. That's... That Lions game is basically... That's the one that jacks it up. Hinges, it? everything hinges on it. Seattle yeah. are dog shit at the moment, though. That, they mm. could Lions could easily win that. Yeah, I... Uh... That's good. I might... I'm going to have a look at that. The odds may have changed. I did this a few days ago, but yeah. Sorry, I'm like, excited yeah. with that one. That's good. That's good on you. Good on you, Wilson. Good luck Cheers. to you. Cheers, buddy. Hey, hey thanks, pal. I've also got a um, 700 to 1 uh, 14 fold bet of okay. just picking winners. So, Excellent. fingers crossed. <laughs> 700. Could be a big weekend for the big boy. Oh, dear. It won't be. No, I'm not going to watch Red Zone this week. I'm really tired of it. It's too much. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't enjoy Red Zone, uh, really. I, I only do it... I tend to get suckered into doing it, especially if the Falcons aren't playing the six o'clock game because I want to try and keep up with what's going on to speak about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But as a viewer, I don't, the pacing and stuff, you can't, you can't get involved in anything. And it means that, I don't know, it kind of cheapens every game to the point where you're kind of like, none of it means a lot. There's just very little context around the game. And then, without the context it all means nothing so it's just it's ex- I, I just find it exhausting as well it's the marvel movie it, does, it really ties me out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i was to pick any sort of person that likes red zone jazz would be the person yeah jazz always watches red zone yeah even if the pay even if the steelers are on and they're good yeah no, oh, there's, there's another touchdown there, and there's another touchdown there's there. A, oh, guys, there's a touchdown. Oh, there's, 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 there's an interception. Oh, I like oh, the action bit. Where's it's the lightsabers? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's jazz all over. If they could have lightsabers in red zone, jazz would be so sticky. <laughs> so sticky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's annoying. Scott Hansen's annoying now. Like, don't tell me it's commercial free football when everything's brought to you by Amazon Prime and stuff like that. Don't lie yeah, to me. Yeah, that's annoying. It's definitely... There's adverts in there. Don't tell me it's commercial free. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're going to end up at some point, because it's so big, and every loads of people do love it, like idiots that can't concentrate on a game of football love it so much, that they're going to have a sponsor for their line of commercial free football at some point. <laughs> Seven uh, hours of commercial free football. Sponsored by... Target. Yeah, that's I mean, brilliant. Yeah, I don't like the graphic for the witching hour. I mean, that's been on my radar for ages already. The whole like the witching hour. I do find it it's impressive, and I I kind of wish that I did like it in a way, but it's just not enjoyable for me, and for all the reasons that you stated, it's just it gets away from what makes football really enjoyable is that it's quite a long, patient game. So when it really works. It's a, an incredible spectacle and it doesn't, I don't know, it just feels like when you condense it down to these chopped up bits and you go like the Octibox and stuff, oh. it just gives me a headache. And when too the, much. I mean, that's, that's my new hate is the Octobox because there was... You can't see any games. You can't see what's going on. Also, there were six games on and they put an Octobox up just for the sake of doing the Octobox. And the other two boxes were the gallery box. and the stu- and his studio. And it's like, well, those are two screens I don't want to see. I want to see the football and I want to see them yeah. big enough so I can watch it. I don't want to see the people making the TV show. That's not what I watch this sport for. 
Yeah. Uh, look, it's great. They're on TV. It's really nice. People in production rooms and stuff don't get half as much credit as they should because they make it all work. Scott Hansen <laughs> actually it, has the easiest job. Isn't it? Isn't it funny though, Ollie? Because like when we used to watch Soccer AM religiously, Soccer so- Saturday, sorry, and um, uh, you were just watching people talk about the football, but you didn't actually see any of the goals or anything. It was just going to each ground. Uh, we've got Ollie Wilson covering the Reading game. Ollie, what's happened? Has there been a goal? And then Ollie Wilson tells you about the goal. You don't actually get to see it. And we would watch that and love it. And the idea of you being able to actually watch in real time clippets from all games across the league, it sounds like the best thing ever, but it's not. It's too much. It's just too much. Too man. much of a good thing. Well, the other thing yeah. is, though, is that... so. Soccer Saturday was always pretty good, but actually, I th- I still think talk sports round the grounds is better than anything else because it's reporters, it's not uh, TV personality, ex footballers and stuff like that. The yeah. thing that always annoyed me with Soccer Saturday is that the reporters do a really good job, but then the ex players do the oh yo like Paul Merson can't speak. Oh, it's a, you know he's done a he's got a goal, he's done a thing, and it's oh it's hit his he's boot, and, and then and then it's gone in the back of the net. It's one 0 Arsenal. Cheers, Paul. Like and those kind of things always got on my nerves a bit with that yeah. because you if you can't see it, you've got to describe it to me a little bit. You've got to let me know roughly what's happened, Paul, rather than just like moaning and struggling to move your mouth coherently. <laughs> Oh, it is a mix-up in the area. Number seven, something's happened with number seven. So something's happened. I'll tell you. Oh, that's I'll tell you later. my favourite. I'll tell you later. Something, something, something's going on. Um. Uh. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Cheers, Paul. Thanks for doing your job. Brilliant. But um. But I think because it's because you can see it, it's like flashing lights in front of your face. Just. Oh my god! Look at the thing! Look at the thing! And the best thing about football is the uh, American football is that it's not just about the splashy plays. A third town yeah, conversion in the middle of the field, I know, can I be know. so much bigger than the actual. Yeah. Well, maybe not the touchdown, but you know the the big bomb downfield or something like that. The sustaining a drive, you know, really yeah. insignificant plays can actually prove to you know real be a real momentum changer in a in a game. And you miss you miss all of that. I totally I totally agree with you. It's just the pacing as well for me. Like I love, yeah, I love the pacing and expectation of it. Like the best thing about American football is that every play, everything resets, mm. and it's just chess pieces facing up against each other, and that you don't get that feel at all when you're watching just a highlight show, which is what Red Zone is. So. I think it's like a really useful tool. I get why people like it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm totally on board with you. I'm going to be watching the Falcons beat the Bills at six o'clock. So I'm going to be watching. And, and then I'm going to turn over to the Chiefs at half time because the Bills are going to be <laughs> 17 points up. points up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be joining you on that. Is that is that the game you're going to watch? That's Ali's game of the week. Yeah, that'll be. I'll be a hundred percent on that Chiefs Bengals game. They're That's both the just six the most fun. They're just fun teams to watch. That's probably going to be bloody Sky, isn't it? That'll be the best game. Is that a Sky game? Yeah, it probably will be. Oh, error, error, error. So I can't watch that one. 
Mark Brunel usually likes to soak his balls before a rainy game. <laughs> John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> I think you need to do that every podcast. When there's a lull, just or when Jazz is saying something pointless. Just, just, jazz, just let me just jazz, let me, let me just... you. Here's a guy that can use his arms and legs at the same time. John Madden, 1936, <laughs> 2021. I'll just have a look at the other games. So you're not going to watch the Eagles then? Eagles-Washington is, I mean, you're just going to win that. That's going to be a bleak affair, to be honest. The thing is, if the Eagles don't win it, it's going to be so painful watching them lose that game that it's yeah. tough to then, you know. I mean, poor, poor, scary Terry. <laughs> There's just, some stinkers. Just such a horrible season for him, not having a quarterback. I know. Oh, I know. He's so good as well. Hope he gets a good, good one next year. It feels traditional. God, Giants Bears, Ollie. Is there a worse game than watching the Giants <sighs> against the Bears? Oh, if there is, Jesus. I haven't found it. Oh, you see, that's the problem as well about red zone is that it cuts to games where that have no meaning, yeah. just to show the touchdowns. They're like. We need to show every touchdown. So we're going to show you a Bears touchdown. We're going to show you Jimmy Graham right. dying Although, in the end not... zone and catching the ball. The Bears just got interesting now. They brought some real BDN energy back in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> That's true. And one of the commentators referenced that quite heavily. Yeah, in the broadcast last week that I really rated was just like, yeah, they're bringing that big energy back in here, you know, with Nick Foles. Big what energy? <laughs> it was like, is he about to say, is he going to say this on air? Is he going to do I'll it? I'll tell you what, it's, it's annoying the Browns-Steelers is the Monday night game because I would have liked to have watched that. I like it's a tra- traditional week. No Thursday... No yeah, Saturday. Yeah, you're right. No Saturday, yeah. It's all Sunday and Monday night football. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, the late games. The late games are terrible. Texans 49ers. Oh, that could be a little bit frisky, I suppose. Broncos Chargers. Panthers Saints. Ugh. <laughs> and then Lions Seahawks. Ah, oh, Cardinals Cowboys. Okay, fair enough. That's a good game. God, there's some stinkers, though. Mm. You always get that towards the end of the year, don't you? Just teams just like... <laughs> Rolling around in the mud with each other, just wasting time. Yeah, what is that? Is what is the point in watching the Panthers take on the Saints? Although the Saints oh, are still on the bubble of a, I guess, potential playoff spot. But seven and eight, though, they'd have to win it? out. Does anybody want to see them in it? I know, no, I don't even know if Saints fans do. Like, do you want your team to go to the playoffs if they've got zero chance of winning the Super Bowl? I don't know if you do, unless it's like the Eagles situation that we said earlier where they could go in and beat their divisional rivals. Like, that would be fun to but beat the Cowboys. That's, that's a purpose. The only... But like, if you want to go to the dance, you actually want to be able to win it. Otherwise, I don't know if I want my team to be in it. I'd rather just enjoy the playoffs without them. The thing is as well, like the NFC divisional winners are so much better than the rest of the teams. The only yeah. Philadelphia beating Dallas is the only like interdivisional grudge game that I could see potentially actually taking place. Yeah. Green Bay wouldn't lose to Minnesota. They'll lose now, of course, in Sunday Night Football, I'm sure. But 
Yeah, Atlanta or New Orleans wouldn't knock off Tampa. I know the no. Saints beat Tampa the other week, but I don't think that's happening again. Not no. in playoffs. Maybe Arizona could do a card, uh, could do the Rams, but yeah. the way Arizona finishing the season, I don't know about that. I don't think the Niners would do the Rams at the moment either. But the the Cowboys choking in the playoffs, that's like, you know, that's like as traditional as Tadukan and John Madden's broadcast <laughs> booth. You know, that is that's a playoff staple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh yeah and Tony Romo's annoying me as well by the way that's another right what's thing. he I done just, I just dis- dislike him <laughs> just don't like the guy <laughs> that's always been the case isn't it well he's he's over height now I think Romo I well think Romo's I mean I don't listen to like broadcasts in the same way that you and like other you know professionals do like so I I kind of can't comment on it no, you can. In the you same way. Enjoy but... him. You're no, no, I, I think he's fine. But I, I like, oh. I don't think I can really kind of comment on it. But I know that Greg Rosenthal has been talking about how he doesn't think Romo's been very good this year. So I yeah. don't think you're the only one who thinks that he's come back to the pack a little bit. Romo's thing as well right now is that people are like, yeah, but he gets excited about stuff. And it's like, yeah, but I don't necessarily want excitement like it's great that he is enjoying himself and he's obviously getting some emotion across and he's far better than like Akeem Tlaib and people like that who are just terrible (laughs) and he's absolutely dire at the analysis but Romo for me is so excited that he loses control at times and he's kind of like talking over Jim Nance or you know, he starts doing like, hey, let's throw this over to the break, Jim, and like starts doing what Jim is meant to do as the leader of the broadcast. Is he still doing his calling the plays before they happen? No, nah, because he gets so many of them wrong now because he's that bit more removed from the game. That's why like NBC are going to mm. have the ace in the hole with uh, Drew Brees now because he's on their broadcasts. Yeah, He's probably able to actually do he's that. He's so boring though to listen to. I don't know if he's going to be successful. I don't think he's, he's got the charisma he's for it. Pretty good at making fairly big faux pas speaking publicly that get him hated by half the nation, if you remember his tweet about the anthem or whatever. Yeah, was, I do, so. yeah. Yeah. People have forgotten about that kind of thing, haven't they? Yeah. But it only the, takes um, one sentence for him to fall back, so he's probably like being quite Well, I as a Falcons fan, I hope he does fail, so <laughs> But he's a nice guy. Nah. No? I don't like him. You don't I don't buy... trust him. Don't buy that Drew Brees is a good bloke. Nah. Nah. Forget it. All right. <laughs> Forget him. <laughs> Not into it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, sp- I think the Manning brothers have probably stolen Romo's kind of shine as well because they're, you know, people have loved their broadcast stuff this year. Mm. And the, the bits that I have watched have, have been really good. I don't want to sound like a dick, but Eli's the best of them in terms of entertainment. He's kind of funny. Yeah, and he's always crapping on his older brother, which I quite rate. Doing that yeah. on national TV shows, pretty fun. Yeah, Eli Manning it's might be never the best thought. Never thought we'd say that did we? in NFL <laughs> broadcasting. Oh, that felt dirty. apart from you. Apart from you, uh, maybe. Are you going to watch the? Uh, did you see they've announced that the Nickelodeon slime wild card playoff game is back? Oh my god. You're not going to watch it then. The, in, the indoctrination bowl. <laughs> Get them while they're young. 
with slime. We can't give him cigarettes, so we better get him hooked on something. All right, NFL, fine. Jeez, I'm waiting for the Democratic Party to have their like annual conference as part of Nickelodeon. Oh, look, there's slime. Hey, everybody's great. Joe Biden's going to save the world. <laughs> Come on, kids. That'd work for we've a lowered the, We've lowered the uh, the voting age to five years old so we can have more voters. I mean, that sort of thing would work for a lot of jazz-type adults as well, to be honest. Well, jazz adults? Yeah, jazz-type adults. You know, what, who have the Nickelodeon fans and stuff? presidential debate. Oh yeah, Georgia get like the, get the rock. Yeah. yeah, well, when the rock runs for president, all of the jazz little Klingons who like stuff like the Scorpion King and Moana or whatever it is, the child gonna... movies that he's constantly trying to get you to watch. Oh god, <laughs> just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I started trying to watch that Loki, and I kind of drifted off from that. I don't know. I think I'm just out. I'm just too much of an adult now. I can't. It's pro- it's a bit sad. I just can't watch any. I can't watch kids stuff. It's just, yeah. it's like just weird. Yeah, Red Zone's for kids. It John is. Madden. Red Zone is for kids. John it's Madden. Short attention span. <laughs> I did thirty six twenty twenty one. Jazz. God. Just you can't guaranteed. win a game if you don't score any points. John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really one? Yep. Mm. Oh, here's here's another ones. another excellent one. Remember this guy was a professional analyst an analyst and broadcaster. You can't win a game if you don't score any points. And then there's they'll score if they can just get into the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> John Madden. John Madden. That's a half. That's potentially a halftime team talk that he gave during a Super Bowl. Potentially. Get in the end zone, guys. We can't win this game if we don't score any points. Guys, guys, seriously. Get in, get in the end zone. You got to score more points than them. <laughs> it's weird because you're not you're not doing it right now. Usually, the team that turns the ball over less. Will hold on to the ball more. 1936, 2020. John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed it. laughs>